Good morning. It is lovely to be able to join with you from Ireland this morning. Helen and Hannah are going to be doing our Bible reading from God's Word. And we're going to be reading from John chapter 3 and from verses 22 through to 36. After this, Jesus and his disciples went to the Judean countryside and he remained there with them and was baptising. John also was baptising at Anamon near Salem because water was plentiful there and people were coming and being baptised. But John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptising and all are going to him. John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things by him into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, let me add my welcome. My name's Matt. It's great to help us think about this one verse from this passage uh, where John says about Jesus, he must increase, I must decrease. And we need God's help as we come to this passage. Let's pray. Father, please help us to see ourselves as we truly are. Please help us see your son as he truly is. Please help us glimpse his power, his authority, and his love and compassion today. In Jesus' name, amen. We love to look bigger and better than we are. It's just one of the realities about humans. I remember when I was um, nine, uh, I was playing football with my friend Pete, and uh, I turned to Pete and I said, do you know that when I kick a football, when I take a penalty, uh, the ball goes literally a hundred miles an hour? And Pete's jaw was just on the floor. Wow, this man, this legend. It's a complete load of nonsense. And a few years later, uh, Pete picked me up on it and said, Matt, what were you talking about? But we love to look bigger and better than we are might get more subtle as we grow older, but it's still the reality. Social media life is carefully curated. It highlights the good, it downplays the bad. There's the pride and then the kind of accompanying insecurity. It goes, well, what happens if they now see past the image I've presented? John the Baptist in this passage, he wants to show us a better way, a better way. One that doesn't point to himself, but points to another. 
one that doesn't want followers for himself, but wants us to go and follow another. Uh, and it doesn't make him miserably insecure. It fills him with joy. Uh, John the Baptist, he sees um, crowds of people uh, leaving him and going to Jesus and his followers come and say, well, wh what do you think of that? And John says, yes, he must increase, I must decrease. Um, to help us get our, uh, our heads and our hearts around this, I want to um, steal an illustration from John Piper. Um, he, says, he says it like this. Uh, he says, think about the difference between uh, a magnifying glass and a telescope. Um, if you've got those things around your house and it's going to help you concentrate rather than stop, stop you, then feel free to pause me and go and grab these. Um, but John Piper's saying, think about the difference between a magnifying glass and a telescope. Uh, a magnifying glass, uh, the job of a magnifying glass is to make something that is tiny look bigger than it actually is, okay? Uh, but what about a telescope? Well, a telescope's job is to not look down at a little ant, but to look up at something huge and massive, the stars above. Uh, when we look up at the stars, we see something that actually seems quite small. And yet a telescope, well, that will help us grasp the true scale, the true beauty of what's really up there and John's saying that's what we need to understand for this passage he must increase I must decrease so it's not that I must actually get smaller than I actually am it's that I must put down the magnifying glass stop pretending I'm bigger and better than I am uh, and it's not about Jesus actually increasing no it's about getting out the telescope and seeing jesus as he really is so first off let's talk putting down the magnifying glass uh, we need to put down the magnifying glass we need to decrease john is saying um, this is a problem because we like looking bigger than we are the reality is we are small we're more ant than supernova uh, we're not eternal like god we are small we are here today gone tomorrow and yet we don't like that instead we want to pick up the magnifying glass and go look don't you know how important we are look at my grades my popularity my job my house look at what i post on social media don't i seem significant to you we like to look big in front of others, and we like to look big and important before God. Humanity is a race. It's almost like uh, we, the little ants, have turned to God and said, don't you know? Don't you know who we are? We are the one around which the universe turns. We're the sun in the middle of the solar system. We're important. Uh, Jesus, in verse 32, says he comes and he bears witness about heaven and about the reality of God. And yet it says no one accepts his testimony. Why? Because we don't 
want it to be true. We, we want to look bigger than we are and we want to look better than we are. We want to look bigger than we are and we want to look better than we are. Uh, so a magnifying glass can just kind of make you look bigger as a whole or you could use it to focus on the bits you think uh, are worthy of focus. So let's just say for argument's sake I, I happen to think my hairline is the best thing about me. I could uh, put the magnifying glass up here and it would focus in, it would draw attention up here rather than down here on the weight gain from uh, lockdown. Uh, no, we can draw the focus onto our good bits and keep the focus away from our bad bits. Uh, and John gets that we can try and do that uh, before God. Uh, he says in verse 19, Jesus says in verse 19, uh, he brings light, uh, light that reveals the truth about what we're like, and yet humanity uh, prefers darkness to light in order that its deeds might not be exposed. So we could try and put the focus on the good bits. We could try and say, you know, look at my food bank collection, look at my help for my neighbour, or or you can hear tonight how some people, um, when Ian unpacks the passage in more detail, how some people were focusing on their religious ceremonies and saying, look, look what I've done. Now, those are good things in and of themselves, but we can't magnify those before God and others as if that how some, somehow compensates uh, for failures elsewhere. Uh, we're not to pretend we're better than we are. Uh, we pick up the magnifying glass. Why? Well, because we have too much pride and also this lurking fear. What, what will people think of me? Will anyone love me when they see me as I am? How serious is this? Well, it couldn't be more serious. We're proud and God opposes the proud and will oppose the proud on judgment day. Uh, he issues just eternal punishment. And we're too busy pretending to be good to truly ask for his forgiveness. What's the solution? Uh, the solution is to put down the magnifying glass, stop the pretense and then come and look through the telescope. Come and see Jesus. He's, he's bigger and he's better than we could know. And before we unpack that from the passage, uh, we're going to uh, sing about it. Um, this is, uh, might be a new song to some, but these are wonderful truths uh, about the forgiveness that Jesus brings. Let's sing together. Welcome back. Remember what we're saying? Jesus must increase, we must decrease. We must put down the magnifying glass, stop pretending we're bigger and better than we actually are. Instead, we need to pick up the telescope. Uh, remember what we're saying about the telescope. The telescope doesn't make the stars any bigger than they are. They already are bigger than we can comprehend. They're already more beautiful than we see. And the telescope helps us see reality as it is. And that's what John wants for us as we look at Jesus. He wants us to know that however big we think Jesus is, he is bigger. However good we think Jesus is, he is better. 
put down the magnifying glasses, pick up the telescope. John and his, uh, John's followers, uh, they're worried about which humans got the most followers. They're worried about which ritual washing is right. And John's saying, no, that is, that is magnifying glass stuff. Put it down. Come, look at Jesus. He is the one who must increase. He is the one that everyone must follow. Uh, we'll see somebody, as we look at Jesus, who punctures our pride and calms our fear. Come and see Jesus, he is bigger. Um, so just think about the stars that the telescope lets you see. Think about them, there are countless billions of absolutely humongous stars in countless billions of galaxies. They're so big, we are so small. Just think about us in comparison to the creator of those stars. Jesus owns it all. He rules it all. Just think how big he is. It's almost incomprehensible. We can't understand it. And yet, Jesus has made a way for us to begin to understand it. His coming from heaven down to earth brings the reality near that we could see it. It's, it's like a telescope does, almost. When Jesus performs his miracles, we get to see his power on display. Just imagine being there as you watch Jesus raise a dead person to life and you see that power in front of your eyes or watching him calm a storm at a word. The power is on display for us to see. John calls them signs, his miracles, because they are signposts toward what God is like. It helps us understand his bigness. Uh, the miracles show us what he's like. His words that explain those miracles, they help us understand. And he works in our heart that we could comprehend it and accept it. John is saying, come and see Jesus, he is bigger. Come and see Jesus, he is bigger and he's better. When we look at Jesus, we see something not just bigger, but better than we could comprehend. We see power and love. In verse 17, Jesus says he hasn't come into the world to condemn the world, though that would be his right as the just judge on Judgment Day. Instead, he has come to save the world. See, Jesus, he's not fooled by the magnifying glass, right? He, he sees past it. He sees what we're like. And yet he doesn't choose to condemn. He chooses to offer forgiveness to all those who will come and ask for it. Just think about that. The truth about God, his goodness, his offer of forgiveness, is what lets us accept the truth about ourselves. This is the truth about God. He loves us to death. Jesus died on the cross, hanging there, taking the punishment, the condemnation that our wrongdoing deserves our pride, our failure, all the bad that we've done. He takes that punishment himself. And for Christians, that is the, the showstopper. 
He's not just bigger than we understand, he is better than we understand. He is ready to show forgiveness. Maybe you're somebody who hasn't um, put their trust in Jesus for themselves. Can you look through the telescope? Can you see how powerful Jesus is, how much he has a right over us? And yet, can you see how good he is, that he's ready to forgive and he holds out power to change? John gets what's through the telescope. He sees that Jesus is bigger and better. Uh, and so he puts down the magnifying glass. He flees pride. He's not proud. He's not self-promoting. He's not fearful. He's just joyful as he sees Jesus. He's not fearful. Many of us will have lain in bed fearful, thinking, well, how can I stay safe? How can I keep the ones I love safe? How can I keep earning, keep providing? Well, we can pick up the telescope and see the God who is bigger, has more control, and is better, loves us more than we could comprehend. And it begins to calm our fears. Uh, many of us will have felt pride, will have seen that in ourselves welling up, that desire to self-promote, to seem bigger and better than we are, maybe at work, before friends, before family. But we must put down the magnifying glass. We can, we don't need to pretend. Uh, we can find freedom from that fear of being seen as we are. We can be free from the stress of having to keep up the pretense. No, we can be free from that and we must flee pride. God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. Uh, this changes life individually for us and it changes life uh, as a church, as a group. See, church, it must never become a place where we all pretend we're bigger and better than we are. Instead, it's a place where we, we stop pretending. We say, yeah, I'm someone that needs forgiveness and I'm praying for God's power to change and please help me as I do that. Don't you just breathe a sigh of relief every time somebody else lets you in on the kind of mess in their life. You think, oh, phew, I'm not the only one. Um, online church can be uh, dangerous for this, can't it? Because it's even easier to hide the mess away. Let's uh, find ways that fight that instinct to pretend we're doing better than we are. Uh, the, the, there is family carnage. Uh, it changes how we see church community. I guess it's worth saying it would change how we think about starting churches. So it's not about uh, creating something that pretends to be bigger and better than it is. It's about starting a new community that says, yeah, no, we're, we're not that big. We're not that clever. But can we tell you about the one who is bigger and better than we understand? We need to put down the magnifying glass. We need to pick up the telescope. And last, we need to hand out the telescope to others, right? Uh, we need to say like John, don't come to me. Go and see Jesus, go see what he's like. 
that's what some of us were doing on Wednesday night. There are about 30 of us on the call as we look together at the first 18 verses of John's Gospel, verses that just set out how big and how good Jesus is. It's something we could do with a friend. All of the questions are there alongside uh, the text. All of the answers are there for us to talk about with others. It's a way of saying, hey, I, I don't think I've got the answers. But let me come and come and see Jesus. Come and look at Jesus with me. Let me lead us in a prayer as we close. Father, please help us fight pride, fight fear, help us put down the magnifying glass. And please help us see Jesus as he is. Help us to see his power, his authority, and help us see his goodness, that we would serve him and trust him all our days. In Jesus' name, amen.